0: Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So it is just me today. And this is actually the last podcast episode of 2019. So I thought I would end the season end this podcast year with a straight to the point, no bullshit pep talk about what you can do to live a good life. Now, you'd be like, what, Jamie? The last podcast episode of 2019. And yes, we are taking a break for the holidays and to do some planning for 2020. But don't worry, I will be back and we are planning some really next level conversations for 2020. So it's definitely going to be worth the wait. Now, this episode was inspired by two things. Last week it was my birthday, and we are nearing the end of the year. So I have been doing a lot of reflecting on my 33rd year and 2019 as a whole. Now, we have dealt with some pretty tough stuff this year. We've got co-parenting struggles, legal issues, parenting struggles, family struggles, infertility, debilitating anxiety attacks. Like, it has not been an easy year, but it has also been a really amazing year and probably one of the best years of my life. And when I think back on the tough things that we've been through this year, It's crazy and amazing that I feel this positive about 2019. Now, I have been thinking a lot about what separates happy, successful, content, thriving people from those who aren't. And honestly, guys, it really does boil down to your willingness to own your life. Here's the truth. And this is a truth that I learned the hard way. Life is hard. You are going to have to deal with bullshit. It doesn't matter how people treat you. It doesn't matter how bitter or resentful your ex may be. It doesn't matter what your parents did or didn't do when you were a child, how crappy your boss is or whatever your mother-in-law is doing or whatever people think about the decisions that you're making in your life. You are in control of your life. And if you want to be happy, you need to find a way to be happy. If you are not happy right now, you need to change something. Now, the most successful people have systems and strategies in place so they can thrive amongst the bullshit in life because the bullshit is inevitable. You have your bullshit. I have my bullshit. Everyone is dealing with their own form of bullshit. So sitting around having a pity party for yourself and using your bullshit as an excuse. Well, it's bullshit. You know what? We should actually be playing a drinking game here with this episode and having a sip of wine every time I say the word bullshit. And full disclosure, I am actually drinking wine as I record this podcast, which sidebar, wine is also the key to a really good life. Anyways, personally, I do a lot of reflecting in my life. And when I say in the podcast intro that I want to live a kick-ass life, I'm not just saying it because it has a really nice ring to it. I truly am dedicated to living a full, purposeful, happy life, and everything that I do comes back to that. I'm not one to push my values on other people, but I'm going to push this on you because I believe that everyone's mission in life should be some form of that. So today I'm gonna share some of the tips and mindset shifts to help you get to this place. And I'm not blowing smoke here either. These are shifts that I've implemented into my own life too. Because believe it or not, there was a time when I spent a lot of time blaming other people for the bullshit in my life and for how I was feeling and where I was at. And it just didn't get me anywhere. Nothing really changed. Now, someday I will write a book hopefully you'll read it and you'll be like, wow, Jamie, there is a lot of bullshit. You have gone through a lot. Okay. You can have a drink, but um, today I'm just going to stick to the tips and you just got to trust me on that. All right. So in this episode, like I said, I'm about to share strategies I've implanted into my life to thrive amongst the tough stuff. So I am confident that if you commit to doing the same, you're going to see a shift in yours. Let's dive in. All right, so the first tip is journal. And don't roll your eyes here. Don't shut this podcast down because you think it's going to be fluff. Just listen to this. I started journaling this year on a regular, and it's not a dear diary journal entry. It's just when I feel off or I want to reflect or if I want to set some goals or I'm feeling super anxious, I find it really effective to put pen to paper. And if that's not your thing, fine. But I ask myself some really important questions in the journal. So whether it's a notebook or not, I'm going to share some really important questions that you should be asking yourself too. First one, what feels good in life right now? Second one, what does not feel good in life right now? Those are simple questions. And you're probably like, what? But I have been asking myself these questions a lot. And I talked about this in a blog post I recently wrote on how I've tackled my anxiety in life, which I will link below. But these questions will spark a list of things in your life that will help you reevaluate what's working and what's not. So it really comes down to like what feels good, what doesn't, what makes you happy, what do you dread, what makes you feel drained. Like, for example, if you've been working out or spending time with girlfriends or leaving your phone in the car when you run errands or reading before bed and it feels really good, make a point to do a little more of that in your life. If you talk on the phone to a family member on a regular basis and it leaves you feeling emotionally drained, well, do less of that. Don't have those conversations as often or maybe you don't have those conversations at all. The more regularly you ask yourself these questions, the more information you're going to get on how life is going. And you know, you're going to feel pressure to keep doing the things that don't feel great because you quote unquote should, but it's actually not that complicated. Like screw the shoulds guys do more of what feels good and less of what feels bad, and simply asking yourself these questions will open your eyes to what's working in life. Because honestly, sometimes we are so busy that we don't take time to evaluate how things are going. We're just into that day-to-day grind. So maybe tomorrow or over your coffee, just take some time, grab a journal, and answer those questions. And you're going to be surprised at how much it you know, opens your eyes to what's really going on in your life. All right, number two, stop waiting for people to change your ex, your husband's ex, your family, your friends, your boss, your dad, your mother-in-law, like whoever it is, chances are they are not going to change. So stop waiting for them to change how they act or how they feel and take some ownership for how you're allowing their behavior to affect you. Change your reactions, minimize the time you spend with them, minimize the meaning you attribute to their behavior. Like stop taking it so damn personally, Minimize the influence you allow them to have on your life. Now, remember my favorite quote. It's, you can't change how other people act. The only thing you can change are your own reactions. On that same note, my third tip is to stop expecting anything different from the people who continue to disappoint you. Take some ownership for putting yourself in the same situations time after time. Actually, just stop putting yourself in the situations where you allow people to disappoint you. So, for example, there have been countless times in a certain relationship in my life or have reached out to this person to work through some issues and try to come up with a plan and a system to make things work for everyone in our family. And after most conversations, I'm like, yes, we have really made some headway here. I think things are really going to change. This is going to be so great for everyone, so much less stress. And then, wham, we are back to square one. Nothing's changed, and I'm left feeling disappointed and have straight up wasted my time again. Now this has happened several times, but at some point I need to stop putting myself in a situation where I expect anything different. I need to stop putting myself in a situation where I'm disappointed and just accept that this is how it is. Now I'm going to use another example because I think that this one is really effective. So Say your kid goes to school and comes home from school upset because one of their buddies punched them when they were playing soccer at recess. So you console your kid. You do the proper parental reaction. You call the school, et cetera, et cetera. And then three days later, your kid comes home and says it happened again, like they were punched again. Same kid. Then on Tuesday, again. Thursday, again. Chances are... By this point, you're going to tell your kid to stop hanging out with the kid who's punching him, even though sometimes it's good or, you know, when they're having that soccer game at recess, like they can have a good time, but he's regularly punching him. So the question is, like you say to your kid, why are you spending time with someone who punches you? Go play with someone else. At what point do you have your kid take some responsibility for continuing to put themselves in the situation where they're going to get punched? So flip it around on you. You have people in your life who disappoint you, who drain you, who stress you out time after time. It's about doing what I just said. At what point do you take responsibility for putting yourself in that situation again and again? Like, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It is time to change it up. All right. So number four, own your shit, own your life. How are you contributing to the stressful situations in your life? What are you doing to keep your life in the same place as it is? Now, there are often situations where we believe that the other person is wrong or we blame outside force for, you know, having an impact on our life. And you know what? Maybe that person is wrong. Like maybe they are so freaking wrong. It drives you crazy. But it goes back to what I said before. How are you and your reactions contributing to what is going on? Like it doesn't matter who's right or wrong or what's going on in your life. Like at the end of the day, You're the only one who gets to keep yourself where you're currently at. So you need to check yourself and your reactions and figure out how you can change the situation. Number five, get specific about what gets your time and your energy. So are you spending time worrying about other people's opinions? Or are you spending time scrolling through Instagram when you could be moving your life forward or working towards some of your goals is scrolling through Instagram and looking at other people's highlight reels, making you feel like shit about your life? Are you spending time bitching about your husband's ex-wife? Are you spending time checking out your husband's ex-wife's Facebook profile to figure out what's going on? Are you spending your time hanging out with people who inspire you or light you up? Or do they leave you feeling depleted? Like for the most part, here is where I'm at in life. I am not going to do anything that leaves me feeling depleted, other than like laundry or the parental responsibilities and making dinner and things like that. But like, I'm going to do whatever I can to minimize the time I spend doing things or with people who don't make me feel good. Like, your time and energy is a limited resource that you are never going to get back. It's as simple as that. So be deliberate about what gets it and use it wisely. Number six, are you taking care of yourself? Now, don't roll your eyes because it's another tip about self-care. And you're like, okay, whatever. I've heard the whole self-care bit. Here's the thing. If you have followed me for a while, you know I am a morning person. I wake up most weekdays at 5 a.m. I do some journaling. I have coffee. And then I plow through a lot of work. And to be honest, it's actually when I get the bulk of my work done for my coaching business and this platform. My morning sets my day. Now, in episode seven, I share my morning routine. It has changed a bit, but for the most part, it is the same. So if you're interested in that, I will link it below. And I also highly recommend reading The Morning Miracle by Hal Elroyd or Elrod. I'll link that one for you in the show notes as well. But here's the thing about being a morning person Or for me. I actually would rather sleep in. Even though I love how I feel when I get up, I do really love a good sleep in. But I know... If I don't have this me time every day and if I don't work out regularly or if I don't have date nights with Darren, I don't show up the way I want to show up in life. And I certainly don't handle stressful situations very well. So going back to what I talked about at the beginning of this episode, like we have a lot of stressful situations in our life right now. Some of them are curveballs and other are just ongoing pain in the ass situations, and if I'm not doing all of these things on a regular and taking care of myself, these stressors can really throw me into a spiral. Like I've talked before about a time in my life where our co-parenting stressors would literally make my hand shake. I wouldn't sleep at night. I would be so consumed all day long about what is going on. But when I'm taking care of myself and shit hits the fan like that, I'm honestly like, whatever it is, what it is, it, it comes down to your reserve or filling your cup or however you want to refer to it, but you just have to make sure that you have the reserve so that you can handle the extra bullshit that comes with your life. So honestly, guys, be sure you're taking care of yourself. And if you have to wake up an hour earlier every day to find that time, do it, like make yourself a priority. Next, it's number seven, check yourself. And I talk about this a lot, but it is a huge part of my life. I am constantly checking in with myself and asking, hey, am I showing up as the type of mom I want to be, the type of stepmom I want to be, the type of friend, the type of entrepreneur, the type of coach, the type of wife? Like, And if the answer is no, I have to shift some things because I want to show up for all the people in my life. And I want to be able to show up for me. Like, I want to live a life that I feel good about. The other question I really like to ask myself, and I put this in my journal as well, it's how would my best self show up today? And I heard this on a podcast a while back, and I'm not sure whether, actually, I think it was Rachel Hollis who said it. But the question is, it's like, if I were at my best living the type of life that I want to live, how would I show up? What would I eat? What would I drink? What would I do? How would I act? Like, how would I do today? And honestly, this question can really light a fire underneath your ass to do things that you've been putting off and to implement the change that you deserve to implement in your life. Now, guys, okay, this might have sounded like a really preachy episode, but this is what has worked for me. The deal is if you want change in your life, it's on you to make it happen. Like life is hard. Relationships are challenging. You're gonna have to deal with bullshit. Have another drink. Unfairness. You are going to deal with jerks in the world because there just are jerks out there. Like this is real life stuff. And like I said, this year, Darren and I have both dealt with a lot and it always comes back to the fact that we know and we are confident that no matter what, We are going to have a good life. Like, we have had a conversation about that. We have decided that no matter what happens, we're going to be happy. We are going to overcome whatever. And we know that no matter what comes our way, we're going to be okay. And it comes down to making decisions like that. Like, simply decide that you are going to live a kick ass life, and anything less is just not an option for you. All right, guys, that's it for this preachy episode and the last podcast episode of 2019. I want you guys to know that you have blown my mind with the podcast this year. The response has been amazing and all the five-star reviews and kind words on iTunes. Honestly, guys, I read every single one and it means the world and really helps the podcast move forward. Now, if you are a stepmom, even though this podcast is being put on hold right now, I am going to be hanging out in the exclusive stepmom community, answering questions in the forum, sharing content that isn't shared anywhere else, doing weekly off-the-cuff video check-ins and our live monthly Q&As. So if you haven't already, be sure to come and join us. It's www.jamiescrimter.com forward slash membership. And you can also find me hanging out over on Instagram. I hope you guys have a great holiday season and that you use these tips to navigate through any stressors that come your way. I will chat with you guys in the new years. Cheers. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast. Give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you next week.